welcome to Queer Consciousness, an LGBTQ mindset empowerment podcast. My name is Kit, my pronouns are they, them, and I am a mindset coach, and my wonderfully fantastic co-host is... My name is Amber, my pronouns are also they, them, I am also an LGBTQ mindset coach and mentor, happy to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here, like this, this, this podcast came about because we are two giant nerds who absolutely love helping humanity. And we wanted to do that together. And this was like the perfect way to do that. So today and for the next couple of episodes, we are going to be going over our four main pillars of this particular podcast and what we are going to be diving into almost all the time. Um, <laughs> and those four pillars are mindset, connection, impact, or authenticity, and impact in that order. So mindset, mm-hmm. connection, Authenticity and impact. And we're going to be just kind of breaking them apart a little bit, explaining uh, what they mean to us individually and then us together, and then kind of just riffing off of that. So, Amber, why don't you go ahead and start with what is mindset to you and why it's important? Let's get it. You know, I thought about this question all day today and I (laughs) thought, hmm, do I want to give them? a long-winded spiritual woo-woo-y answer because I'm way out there? Or do I just want to s- stick with the simple answer and keep it more logical? And I think I'm going to start with the logical <laughs> answer first. <laughs> Good. So- we, 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 can, we can start in the shallow end and then dive into the deep end later. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ease them into it. Keep you guys around. So mindset, basically, to me, very simply put, is the way that we see the world, the way that we interpret the world, the way that we go about the world, the way that we show up. It's it's the answer to why we do certain things and why we act the way that we do. Simply put, it's just your thoughts, your emotions, your choices, and your actions in this one energetic field we call your mindset. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> pretty much. Um and the so you guys will as the more you listen and the more you realize you will basically see that amber and i are the same person um and a lot of the things that we come to we come to in by ourselves but they are very much so in alignment so like my definition of mindset are the thoughts patterns that are both conscious and unconscious and the programming and habits that make up our existence and then how they affect our lives both internally and externally which is basically exactly what Amber just said, just in a different way. Um, And the nice thing about that, to be able to have two different views that aren't opposing, but they are very much so in alignment, just from different sides, is you get to have a new definition. Mm -hmm. Because it might, the words that you might use might not resonate versus the words that I might use might not resonate. It just depends. And so to be able to have them dissected in just a slightly different way and you can see it from just a slightly different angle it allows people to come through it to a different through a different mindset and i know that like we're going to be using mindset interchangeably with like a lot of things but Mm -hmm. how you see yourself and how you think about how you think is very important because you have to be willing to think about how you think in order to unthink all of those thoughts and it seems very world word salady, but <laughs> once once you pick through and you you take the things out of the salad that you don't like, you have a brilliant salad that you will absolutely devour in seconds. 
And not to mention Mindset was only discovered in, I can't remember the exact year right now, but it was the 70s or 80s. Really? I think. I can't remember the exact year right now off the top of my head, but by Carol Dweck, it was only discovered mm. like not too long ago. Right. Yeah. That, that we're able to like use our neuroplasticity to grow our mindset and grow who we are as a human being. Yeah, so sure. I also wanted to point out like with what mindset is to the audiences, there's only two mindsets in the world. You either got a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. The thing with the fixed mindset and a limited mindset is that's the way that we're raised. Mm-hmm. That's the way we're conditioned to be. So the only way to tap into a growth mindset is to actually do the work to have a growth mindset to work on your insecurities, your doubts, your patterns, to be able to gain more skills and knowledge to make the life that you want. So just wanted to point that out as well. There's only two mindsets. You're either in a fixed or you're in a growth. And if you're not working on a growth, you're probably in a fix. And that's not a bad thing because we all start there. Exactly. And uh, for those of you just finding us to the all the brand new listeners, um, I hate to break it to you, but y'all are probably in a growth mindset because you actually found our podcast. And we are very much so of the growth mindset. We had been in a fixed mindset just because that's how we had been programmed and conditioned for the majority of our lives. But once we found that we had the power to change our own lives, we shifted into the growth that, the the growth mindset. And mm-hmm. by you looking for a podcast like this, we are here to help you do that and give you the tools and the suggestions and the resources that you can to legitimately start doing that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. How did you come to Mindset? I came to Mindset in school, actually. So when I was going to school, I was going to school to get my psychology degree and then go into physical therapy, yada, yada, yada. That's what I was going to school for. And at the time I was learning about neuroscience. I was in just basic general neuroscience class. Uh And when I was learning neuroscience, I decided to learn about mindset. Hmm. So as I was learning about neuroscience, then I learned about mindset. And that's when I ran into what I just talked about, which was Carol Dweck and the fixed and the growth mindset, learning about neuroplasticity and all of those things. And when I started to learn about those two things, I was like, oh my God, what have I been doing with my whole life? Like understanding like that sentence that your life is 95% subconscious changed my whole life right there. I was like, what do you mean it's subconscious? Tell me more. I have to know. And that's when I just dove in and became obsessed and addicted and started to learn the ropes myself and applying it and then all the good stuff. Well, that's how I came across mindset. Nice. So you found the I-95 rabbit rabbit hole and you just you just took that uh-huh. exit and were like, I'm going to go on the individual 95% and just uh-huh. run off into the sunset with that one. Huh? And And that was only like four years ago. And when I ran into it, and that's when I also came across uh, Rob Dial, who's the mm. mindset mentor. Yeah. And, and I started really getting into his stuff. And then I also invested with him in a workshop as well to like get an insight to like what coaching looked like. And I was like, wow, this is so cool. I have to like do this. Like this is what I was meant to do all of these things. But yeah, that's where I learned mindset. It, it, like the moment I came across it, it just did not stop. It was yeah. everything to me. It really was. It's so fascinating because also why mindset clicked with me so much and like the neuroscience clicked with me so much is because growing up my entire life, I love humanity. Like I always have. I love learning about humans. I studied like, um, oh my gosh, words. I studied like athletic medicine, mm-hmm. biology, chemi- like all of those things because I was thinking about going into the medical field. So I, I learned a lot about the body, the muscles, the bones, like all of that stuff. 
And then it wasn't until college that I started to like learn about like psychology and then the brain. And then I was like, no, this is what I love. It wasn't just the biology and things about humanity, but no, this is what I love. This is fucking cool. Right. It was the, it was, it started external with learning about the body and then it shifted mm-hmm. internal with learning about the brain. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Very cool. Very and cool. it all, and it all clicked for me too, because that was like a couple of years after like detransitioning and everything as well. So it's like, you know, deconstructing my own thoughts for a couple of years, but not really understanding what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I didn't really understand mindset or anything or know what I was doing at the time. So then when I came across mindset and like neuroscience and all that stuff and started learning about it, then I started to have language for what I was already doing. And then I was able to really hone in on those skills that I didn't even know were skills. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, that's, that's totally how you come about it is you kind of stumble into it nine times out of 10. And then you realize that like, oh gosh, I, this, there's so much here. And like, if you're lifelong learners, like Amber and I are, it never ends. Like it literally never ends. And you can always have something more to learn, which is mm-hmm. super important to both of us. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> How did you come across mindset? Ah, uh, that, uh, I mean, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if we want to just like have an actual starting point, the pandemic was kind of like that, that weird thing that happened that literally everybody went through. Uh, but this is when I'm going to get a little woo. Uh, but my Saturn return happened at the beginning of the pandemic because it usually happens right around your birthday. And my birthday is in April and the pandemic happened started in March. And so because of that, and it was in 2020. So that's when I had um, like was it I had been in therapy for a little bit before then. Um, but it wasn't until then that I had like really started to dive in to just my own past and really start unpacking who I was and all of the trauma that I had gone through and really understanding that I am not my past. And it is just, it is a part of me. Yes, it has defined me up until this particular point, but going forward, I can do something else. I can shift how I see myself. And so therapy started very helpfully for me because when you're deconstructing, you you need to have that safe space where you can do it in a way that you are able to feel safe unloading a lot of information with someone who actually understands what you're going through, but can also help you stay focused on one thing. Mm-hmm. So like for me, and I can say this because we both have it, having ADHD, we tend to get halfway through a sentence before we jump to another sentence. And so when when you're trying to figure yourself out, you can't keep jumping around from thing to thing to thing to thing because you're never going to understand where you are or who you are. And it's like pulling on a red thread and the entire board collapses on you and you're like, oh. So in therapy, what that allowed me to do was it allowed me to stay with that one thread and just slowly work it back and slowly pull it apart and slowly see how I fit together. And then once I got to a certain place where there was a knot, then I was able to like focus on that knot and peel it apart and then take that string and throw it away. Cause I'm like, obviously I don't need that anymore. Uh, and then just keep going with that. And so once I had gotten to a point where I had pretty much sorted out a lot of my past, obviously I'm still doing that because we are all works in progress and that's just how it is. The thing that I had realized with therapy was it kept me in the past because it kept me wanting to find patterns. But my problem was, I was like, okay, I have patterns. I understand where they are. I understand where they're coming from. Now, what do I do with it? 
And that's where the mindset shift comes in because, and this, this can start us and how we started, like came to, to be the, the Amber and Kit show, I guess you could call it. Um, but how we started working together was I had been following Amber on social media for a while and just consistently liking their posts and their Instagram stories and stuff like that. And then just one day they reached out and within two questions, we had like this math, like massive, deep, deep conversation. And it was, I, I don't know what it was, but I felt very drawn to them for some reason. Um, and so then we started working together and they were my mentor for about nine months before I like graduated. I guess you could say I graduated their program. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, is we didn't want to stop. I don't want to say stop working together, but we didn't want to stop having each other in our lives. And so we wanted to continue this, this relationship, however, however that was going to look. And so it just became a conscious shift of shifting out of mentor mentee into more of a legitimate like friendship relationship slash soul family. And so now we've been able to like take our relationship to the next level. And now with the, with them starting the LGBTQ powerhouse, shameless plug uh, with, <laughs> with their wife, um, it has been really fun to like expand that relationship. But because of that, um, with, with us working together, they helped me take what I had already learned about myself in therapy and shift it to more of a future, like future focused orientation where I'm not so focused on my past and where I was, but taking what I had already learned, shifting it to the future and saying, okay, now where are you going? You're here now, but where are you going? Mm -hmm. Because you're not there. There is gone. There is done. You can't go back and change it. But what you can do is you can shift and take all of the stuff that you've already learned and continue it forward. So what are you going to do? And so by working with them for a while, I was able to do that and have made such great progress because of it. So if you want a one-on-one -on -one coach, that's your person. Also Kit too. He's doing one-on-one -on -one coaching now as well. I mean, that's true, but I wasn't going to plug myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm plugging you. Thanks. <laughs> Kit has also, yeah, Kit has done a lot of wonderful work on themselves, especially when it comes to mindset. And I can confidently say they know their stuff and they're always eager to learn more. So if you're looking for a mindset coach, also hit up Kit. Yeah, for sure. For mm -hmm. sure. So what else did you want to like? Because I mean, we could talk about mindset all day because of just how yeah. important it is and how it is such a foundational aspect of who we are, but why do we have that as our base pillar? That's a great question. And I love this question. I think of it as the base and the foundation for everything because we can go ahead and talk about other things and other concepts like self-compassion or the loss of the universe, manifestation, building a business, uh, starting a new hobby. Like you can go about new things and go about it with a more behavior focused approach, but that's not going to dictate the results that you get. What's actually going to dictate the results that you get from anything that you begin is going to be the mindset that you have behind it. Mm -hmm. So you can do all the things outside of you and you can change all your behaviors, your actions and things. But at the end of the day, if you're not changing your mindset inside, you might get amazing results outward, but you're going to feel like shit inward still. And there's still going to be crippling doubt and anxiety and all of these things. It doesn't matter how amazing you can look on the outside. You can be completely broken on the inside. So without mindset work, we can't really become one with ourselves and one with all that's around us. 
when I think about mindset work being the base of everything, I think about putting that with ex the external reality of whatever we're doing. But what the mindset work allows us to do is to become one with it all. Mm -hmm. so like I'm not hiding anything. Like I am who I am all hours of the day, who I am on social media. I am who I am. And that's just how I view mindset. And that's how I view it as the base is not hiding anything and going about life from the inside out. Yes, because I mean, for me, the reason why mindset is so important is because in a world that has conditioned and programmed us to live from the outside in, yes. living from the inside out is going against the grain. Yes. And it's it's the thing that will absolutely transform your life mm -hmm. because you are learning how to build a connection first and foremost with yourself. Because you are learning how you think. You are learning how you interpret everything from problems to solutions to interactions. It's how you do you. And I know that that, that gets thrown around a lot when people are like, yeah, just do you. And it's like, okay, but who are you? Mm -hmm. And in order to, for you to figure out who you are, you have to know how you think. And the thing with your mind is your mind is different than your brain. Your brain is the organ. Your mind is the consciousness that is within your body. And so this is like where the the, the woo comes in with the, the uh, mindset is being able to understand that you are a spiritual being having a physical, like having a human experience. Yes. When you start to figure out your frame of mind, around your life that's when you are able to then take responsibility mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't like to take responsibility for themselves because that means you you have to take responsibility for both the good and the not so good mm -hmm. the things that you greatly love about yourself and the things that you would rather not talk about ever if you could just brush them into a closet and lock the door and it'd be like eh. but the thing with that is you are missing a part of you when you do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when you try and compartmentalize yourself like that, you end up compartmentalizing sometimes the most important part of you. Because what you might see as your greatest weakness, realistically, is your biggest strength. Yes. But because you have been told by society and by culture and by your environment that this thing is not a good thing to have, you started to believe that. Mm -hmm. And it's not until you start to understand how you see yourself and you shift your mindset and your beliefs around yourself that you can be like, wait a second, why do I keep coming back to this thing that I quote unquote mm -hmm. don't like? And it's like, it's because you're supposed to like it. In fact, you're supposed to love it and you're supposed to use it because it's your greatest gift. Mm-hmm. But if you don't understand how your thoughts and how the patterns of you thinking, because it's not just thoughts, it's like you can have individual thoughts, but the thing with mindset is it's repetitive thoughts. It is patterns of thinking that go from conscious to unconscious because of how often they are thought. And in order for you to understand that, you have to bring those unconscious thoughts to the surface to make them conscious so you actually know and you can become aware of them. You can mm -hmm. become aware of those thought patterns 
because one thought is not going to change your life. But years of programming and patterns of the exact same thought is going to change your life. And the Mm -hmm. thing is, when you start to learn how your mindset can shift because you have the power to shift it, you can take that power back and be like, I don't have to live the life that everyone else wants me to live. Mm -hmm. I don't have to live the life that anybody wants me to live Mm -hmm. because I am going to live the life that I want to live that is true and authentic to me, that is going to make the most impact to me, that is going to be able to allow me to build connections with others for me. And this is not coming from an incredibly selfish standpoint. It's not like incredibly egotistical and narcissistic. It's coming from a place of when you are allowing yourself to stand in your authenticity and your truth, you are building solid, real, honest, unconditionally loving connections with yourself and others, which allows you to make the most amount of impact because you are actively living in your authenticity. A hundred percent. That's why all of those pillars are so important. And that's why we keep building upon them. And we're going to be talking about them probably ad nauseum, but it's because they are so foundational in how we approach our lives. Because we, Go ahead. I was going to say, when we talk about mindset in this podcast too, it's not just like that CBT training either. It's not mm-hmm. just like quickly shifting thoughts or telling yourself an affirmation to feel good in the moment. When we talk about mindset in this podcast, we're actively doing this work and continue to do this work. But when we talk about mindset, we're talking about like actually deconditioning your entire mind, picking out the thoughts that don't longer serve you or that you picked up from society or childhood. We're picking them out one by one by one and actively doing the work to replace them one by one by one so that within years time and down the road all of a sudden we wake up and we're an entirely new reality because of the program and belief system that we've built within ourselves to be authentic with who we are and align with the future that we desire and the life purpose that we're after it's actually doing that work to fill your consciousness with everything you desire to let it manifest and radiate outwardly which it's really mind bending and it sounds complex, but I promise guys, it's really simple. It is. It's just a it's just about getting down to do the work. It's kind of like I'll I'll use an analogy. If you put a bucket of water outside when it rains, mm-hmm. all of that rainwater is going to have stuff in it from wherever it is, especially if it's like sitting underneath a gutter, right? So everything that was on the roof, everything that was in the gutter, everything that was in the spout is going to come down and get into that bucket. So that bucket is probably very dirty in terms of what's right, what's in it. Not mm-hmm. only that, but it's not like you had a clean bucket to start with. You probably just grabbed a bucket from the garage that had been sitting in there for years. So it's probably got dust and dirt and whatever else in the bottom of it. So you have, you are the bucket that was sitting in the garage. With all of the programming and conditioning that you have from your family, school, church, uh, whatever else you want to have, you're just your environment in general. That's going to be in the bucket. And then as you get into the real world, you are going to have more poured into you. So talking from an adult, like I grew up in a certain situation and I had all of those beliefs and, and programs and conditioning already in me. And then I get out into the real world and now I'm in the real world and I'm getting poured into from the roof and the sky and 
the gutters and whatever else. All of that is in me as a bucket. And if I want to get clean water, I need to go grab a hose. And the hose is going to be hooked up to a clean water source. But when I put the hose in the bucket and I turn it on, you aren't going to see change right away because it depends on how much water is already in the bucket. So we'll say the bucket is three quarters of the way full, but it's full of dark brown, gross water. You can turn that hose on as high as it'll go and have it in the bottom of the bucket. But until that bucket gets not just full, but overflowing, then you're going to start seeing the change. And it's not until you have that consistency of clean water coming into that bucket to cycle all of that stuff out, are you going to be able to see all of the stuff that was on the bottom get pushed up to the top and explode over very slowly and very consistently, but it's going to eventually turn into clean water. Mm -hmm. But it's not going to happen overnight. And it's little by little that it's going to shift. And mm -hmm. at first, you're not going to see the difference. Because this stuff, when you're unlearning and relearning at the exact same time, there is a lot of cognitive dissonance that comes with that. And it's a fight to figure out, okay, I have been told this thing my whole life. I have been told that I need to have this wood chip in my bucket forever. But I don't like that wood chip. So why do I have it? I don't know. But you can't reach it until it gets to the top of the bucket. So you have to do things that allow it to come up to the top of the bucket so you can get it out. And it's the consistency of staying with those programs, those new programs, to allow you to start really seeing how much your mindset will actually change your life. Because once it gets about, mm, let's say, two-thirds of the way shifted, mm -hmm. that color bucket looks incredibly different. Now it's just a little brown. Now it's not nearly as dirty and mucky and yucky as it was before. Yep. But that's how mindset works, is you don't see things right away. You might see small changes. Like, you'll see that there's brown water coming out the sides, like 100%. Because something got sloshed over, something happened, so you now have clean water coming in, and you're like, oh, nice. But it's those times where you don't see anything happen that you have to trust that the process is actually working. And it's hard. It's hard to stay with it. But mm -hmm. once you do, once you have that consistency and you, you have that understanding that this is work to change your life. Mm-hmm. Because lasting change does not happen overnight. Yep. Because otherwise it wouldn't be lasting. Mm -hmm. It would just be change. And everyone would be there. Everyone would be all right if we didn't have to do that work. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that, was a good, that was a good analogy. Thanks. Thank you for the visual. <laughs> I thought that that would kind of help because that was the vision as you were talking that was a visual that popped into my head i was like oh so it's kind of like this and so mm -hmm. yeah so that's that's how i like to approach mindset is it, it's yeah. it's that constant and the thing is is like even if you have been doing this work for a really long time like amber you and keep doing it keep doing it because mm -hmm. you are going to have things that happen in your life where a storm is going to come through and it's going to dump a whole bunch of shit into your bucket 
But because of the fact that you have that consistency of the hose in there, even if you do have a ton of shit in that bucket, because of the foundation that you already have of a bucket full of clean water, you know that it's going to be so much easier to get that crap out. Yeah. It's not going to take nearly as long again because you have the consistency and you have the habits and you have the new thought programming and the new thought patterns and the new conscious and unconscious understanding awareness and behavior to really get that stuff out fast yep it takes time it does but once it's there it's not going anywhere Mm -hmm. it's all about mastering our own minds right Mm -hmm. like it's it's literally you're becoming the master of your mind so that you control your mind instead of your mind controlling you Mm mm-hmm what what's that simple quote? I think it's Jung Jung something Jung, Carl Jung, Jung. Yeah, Anyways, Carl Jung. Which one? Carl Jung. The quote that it's uh, subconscious about being fate until you take control of it. It's oh. circling through my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I can't th- remember. I know exactly which one you're talking about, and of course, I can't remember it either. <laughs> yeah, but something about you you call your subconscious. I don't I'll have to find it for the next one. But anyways, where I was going with that is like this this mindset work is all about that deeper subconscious work, making your subconscious completely conscious so that you are a hundred percent in control of your outside world and your outside reality. Because we all are in control of our outside reality if we take control of our subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. And I know that because I have been doing this fucking work for six years and I control my outside reality by controlling my mind with inside of myself. Yeah. And thank you, Google. Uh, it, the the Carl Jung quote is, um, "Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life, and you will call it fate." Yes, perfect. Thank you for picking up that quote because that also that uh, that's a, picking up off of what Kit just said in their analogy. Like you're carrying that subconscious baggage with you in that gutter, and you're gonna tell and you're gonna tell yourself that's your fate until you take control of it. Yeah. But yeah. Sometimes yeah. Google comes in clutch. It does. <laughs> this episode, guys, like I could go all day about mindset because there's a million different ways to look at mindset, to go about mindset, but mindset is everything. Mm-hmm. It's It really is. It's the base of everything. And if you're not tying what you're doing in the outside world with your mindset, you will never get there until you realize you need your mindset to also get there. Yes, absolutely. And in so that's 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 the wrap on this particular episode, um, mm-hmm. because otherwise we would just talk forever. And I'm not sure if you guys heard the little ding in the background, but <laughs> those of us with ADHD that that will talk forever, we need to like make sure that we actually have the the time constraint of sticking with an actual timetable. So we are going to sign off for this particular episode, and in the next one, we are going to talk about our second pillar, which is connection with ourselves and others. So until next time i'm kit we'll see you see you later Mm. peace love and power